You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from us and the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> I'm Cody and I'm the Sophia of the group. I'm Sam and I'd like to think I'm the Blanche, but I'm probably the uh, B. Arthur. <laughs> the Dorothy. Dorothy. The Dorothy. I guess I'm Betty White. <laughs> I outlast you all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! (laughs) Professor! Oh, you got it. I got it. I finally found a good Professor X. You found the <laughs> Professor X screen. Yeah. Well, we 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 joke the, about the it all the time. My, the way my brain goes, we were talking about Golden Girls. Professor X is also old. There you go. <laughs> I had to I had to look up the lyrics to the theme song because I couldn't remember one of the lines. I, I was tripping up on the the gift part. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I thought maybe there was a, a line that established why there was gifts, but there's not. No, they're just <laughs> they're just old people giving gifts. Yeah, you know, was, I didn't realize there was a a second spinoff. Oh yeah, Golden, Golden uh, Palace. Golden no, no, Palace. I knew about Golden Palace. I didn't know about the other one. There's Empty another? Nest. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't know about know, Empty I Nest. Oh, Empty Nest. I, Empty Nest was big. It was on for like five or six seasons. I didn't know Empty Nest. What oh, is yeah. this one about? It was just a side character of uh, an episode or two of Golden Girls. Golden Girls, and it's just. It's about an older couple and their their kids leave the house because they're older and, you know, uh, hilarity ensues because it's a sitcom. So it's barely a uh, barely. No, it was I would say less of a spinoff and more. They used uh, Golden Girls as a backdoor pilot for Empty Nest because mm. Golden Palace is definitely. Golden oh, Palace yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all about it's all about Blanche and opening the hotel. Well, yeah. uh, Blanche and Betty White and Sophia Rose. Rose, Rose is, Rose is Betty White, yeah. and um, Don Cheadle's. There. Yeah, I remember Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah, because I remember it's the like epi- one of the first things he had, he's yeah. Had done. I remember I remember the episode where Blanche tried to put up a. Uh, maybe I can't talk about that. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Golden Palace is too hot for radio. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of Golden Girls is too hot for it radio. Kinda, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh man! Now I'm just remembering that robot chicken skit with the Golden Girls, like talking like Sex in the City style. Oh, that's that's all Blanche was. Though. Well, yeah. I know, I know, talking about the Colonel, <laughs> and like, yeah, Blanche is my favorite character on the show. She's hilarious. She's kind of great, and it's it's funny to me to think when they went in for casting, Rue McClanahan and Betty White actually um, auditioned. For the opposite roles, ah. Betty White was was originally going to be the Blanche. as Blanche, and they decided at the last second. Well, Betty White has played this type of character before. Why don't we make her the ditzy one? The ditzy one. Yeah. Whereas Blanche is the horny one, the horniest Golden Girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, check them out. <laughs> Let's talk about some things we have been. Uh, Oh, and, oh, I almost forgot. I um, 
wanted to introduce a new segment onto the show. This is called the Jonathan Frakes board. <laughs> so pepper throughout the show, I'm going to be throwing in non sequiturs from Jonathan Frakes hosting beyond belief, such as do you love to go a wandering beneath the clear blue sky? <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody's favorite show to watch when there's nothing else on TV. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever had the desire to write your initials in wet cement? <laughs> Some of these non-sequiturs are the best. And when you least expect it, you're going to get one of these. Have you ever walked out of a mall into a huge parking area and realized you'd forgotten where you parked your car? I there's, mean, all the time. All the there's time. the whole Seinfeld episode about that. Yeah, there yeah were they lost in the parking garage? <laughs> and I guess, like, it wasn't planned, but, like, the car didn't start. And then they just had to act with it. <laughs> like that wasn't, that was like, that was all improv because the stupid prop car wouldn't work. <laughs> Let's see. Check them out. Uh, uh, yeah. You just came back from a trip. I did. I I mean, it. I, there's no, I don't think there's any content I can harvest from it. I went to a <laughs> cabin in Michigan for a week. I started messing around with golf again, like real life golf. Oh, really? I've, I've been hitting the driving range pretty regularly again. Nice, uh, nice. After not, I probably haven't golfed in 20 years. <laughs> like I, I used to play in junior high on the golf, I guess wasn't really a golf team because we didn't compete. <laughs> and I quit as soon as it got to the point where I would have to compete against other people. <laughs> I just want to have a good time. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah, you just want to you, go out you and wanna, hit a bucket you, of balls every now and then. Yeah. You want to golf for funsies. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoyed it, and it's also making parts of my body hurt that don't normally hurt. But... <laughs> so, like, good hurt? Like, No. No, no like sore. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But uh, it's fun to, you know, get outside and do something, I guess. Oh, for sure. Not really in our wheelhouse to talk about, but it is something I've been doing. <laughs> hey, no, that's, that's totally fine. I, uh... I've I've gone uh, to the driving range a handful of times and from playing baseball, I always I instinctively grip the club wrong and I always end up whiffing when I <laughs> when I swing because I swing up because I'm used to my body wants to swing like a baseball bat. And uh, so golf is kind of beyond my scope, unfortunately. <laughs> I've uh, I've never played golf outside of putt putt. Don't play putt putt with me. I get uh, <laughs> competitive. I get competitive when it comes to putt putt. No, now I kind of do though. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like, yeah, like like you're kind of a jerk. Well, no, I mean I, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> that's about right. I do get a little competitive, and I don't get competitive about most things like bowling. Bowling, you just yeah, go. We, you, I've been bowling. Yeah, before. I would like to get back to bowling. Yeah. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at bowling. Oh, I who hate, cares I if you're bad bowling. at bowling? The, I hate bowling. The the goal of bowling is not the bowling part. The goal of bowling is the part Drinking where beer. you're where you're not bowling, yeah. talking to everyone else who's not bowling, and having a beer. That's the <laughs> that's the goal of bowling. And playing like classic rock, eighties classic rock on the jukebox. Oh yeah, playing uh, <laughs> Run for the Hills like yeah. five times in a row and making everybody else in the alley leave. You know what? If they don't like Iron Maiden, they can leave. Yeah. They can run for the hills. Yeah. And that's that's and my run for their life. I mean, when it's two minutes to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bowling class when I was in Kent, when I was at Kent, <laughs> and uh, I just needed to fill like two hours in a schedule so i picked up the bowling <laughs> class and honestly made me really enjoy bowling and like like 
respect it on another level, like understand it more. And I really do enjoy bowling. Like the nuances of bowling. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I was at uh, B-Dubs the other day and they had professional league bowling on one of the myriad of screens. And I sat there and watched like the like an entire like match. <laughs> and it was fascinating. Guy bowled a 300. Nice. And that's that's insane. Hmm. I mean, I guess I can't really say when I was younger, I was really big into pool. Oh, yeah. Pool. Yeah, I had a pool table. I always up. thought pool was, was cool. It was a cool guy sport. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you get like, you know, the guy like the professional like trick shot people. Mm. See, I'm not a trick shot. Oh, no, no, no. Guy, but I'm deceptively good at pool. I have <laughs> I have in a past life successfully hustled a few people with pool. <laughs> <laughs> my my grandpa Pinnock who has passed, but he apparently was a huge uh, pool hustler. Back oh, in the really? Day, which oh, nice. is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking of that uh, episode of uh, Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. Uncle well, Phil Uncle Phil comes in and no. hustles the hustlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good show. Get me Lucille. <laughs> yes. And he pulls that freaking professional pull stick out of like, like from out behind his coat. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, crap. Did you guys watch Black Widow? No. Yes. Did you talk about it already? I, no. Very briefly. Very briefly. Very oh. briefly. Non-spoiler talk. Um, we could probably talk a little bit, not get... I mean, I don't know how many spoilers you can actually do with Black Widow because it fits in... Yeah, in the middle of the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a couple details that it fleshes out. There's a couple out that and... we can kind of... Yeah. So what'd you think? What'd you I think re- of it? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. It was nice to be back in a movie theater again. Uh, yes. it, it was a movie worth going to the theater to see. I agree. I, it just it was cool. It should have came out ten years ago. That's the biggest takeaway I had with it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. There were a couple of things that maybe didn't quite hit quite as hard as I, you know, I had some issues with it. We talked about it last week briefly, kinda. Um, Josh is over here shrugging. I, yeah. I don't um, remember. Yeah, <laughs> I, but, I knew David Harbor was going to be hilarious. Oh, David and Harbor and Florence Pugh. But yeah, but I was surprised. I was surprised by actually how funny Florence Pugh was. I'm glad she's going to be uh, in the MCU moving forward. Yeah, I yes, she's going to be a good addition. And she she and David Harbor stole the show. I love Red Guardian's uh, Karl Marx on his knuckles. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. How he's constantly boasting about how he fought Captain America. Yeah. Even though um, Captain America was frozen and he's just making stuff yeah. up. I hope he fights U.S. Agent. Oh, that would be great. I want him to fight U.S. Agent so bad. <laughs> yeah, that would be very good. That'd be very, very good. Or like if he uh, if he r- meets... Um, Falcon? No, old... Um, oh, old, old, Steve. old Steve. And instead of like being big, you know, communist Russia, you know, better than America guy, he like totally fanboys out. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I get to meet you. You're such an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> All the bit about uh, the Black Widow uh, action pose. Oh, yeah. yeah that Yelena was really making good. Making fun of her about uh-huh. that. That yeah, was good. That was really, really good. Uh, I, 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 we said on the show last week, but, and I'll, and I'll reiterate it. I'm glad that they didn't do the Marvel thing where they try to, uh, humanize the villain because t- in too many movies, they like the, the villain is they just a misunderstanding. They make him sympathetic. They're just misunderstood or they, you know, from a certain point of view, whatever. No, yeah, Ray Winstone is just, yeah. he's just a piece of garbage. Yeah, this he guy is, sucks. He <laughs> is just the worst. 
just the absolute worst. But yeah, I really liked it as well. It was very good. And uh, Scarlett Johansson was was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she was fine. She I have no was. Yeah, she was the most understated of all of them, I think. And I think she kind of had to be because she couldn't of any character in the film. She couldn't have growth because she had to be the same character from the from the end of Civil War to the beginning of uh, Infinity War. So she couldn't develop any as a character. She had to stay pretty much baseline. It's everyone else that they were able to. It's a backdoor um, origin story for uh, Yelena. Yeah. And Red Guardian, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, they don't explain a lot about Red Guardian, but there's they not don't a lot, have to. There's not a lot to say. <laughs> no, there's they really. I mean, it's one sentence. He's he's Soviet Captain. He's disgraced Soviet Captain America. <laughs> I mean, like I said last week, is like because I asked you if they brought if they mentioned you know the other members of the Winter Guard at all. No, and not really. No, he's a uh, he, like I think what they were going for is he was a uh, their first attempt. Before the Black Widow program, he was kind of like Ray Winstone's test for like, okay, we need to have some kind of agent out in the field. Let's try this. Uh, He kind of sucks. Let's do the Black Widow thing. That's kind of what it felt like. Is that kind of what you got as well? All right. Also, that's here for for Ohio. Yeah, right. Our hometown Avenger uh, Black Widow, I guess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Kind of, sort (laughs) of. Yeah. Or well, it's where she ended up. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. We watched the whole second season of Beastars on Netflix. Okay. For people who don't maybe know, but Beastars is a anime series on Netflix that has animal people. Is that the one with the wolf and, and the, the rabbit? rabbit? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sorry, that was dismissive. I, I should have no, said, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> the first season is kind of. Uh, Mm. I thought it was good. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember it, if I finished it or not. But it, I don't know. There are parts of it that makes me a little uncomfortable. I uh, think that's what they're going for, though. Well, yeah. I mean, the second season is better about it. Yeah, they're like anthropomorphic animal people. Yeah, and it's like, what is it? The it's uh, a school. Yeah, carnivores are like they don't eat meat, or they not, can eat meat, but it's don't. Taboo. Yeah, it's taboo. Right. Okay, see, but, I'm, but there's a there's an area in the city called the black market where they can get meat. Gotcha, and it's like a kind of a romance. Story. Kinda, I mean, the first season kind of is between the rabbit and the and the wolf. The wolf a little bit. I mean, it's basically, weird. the whole thing. It's like, like if you took Zootopia and added a lot of hormones to it and give it an R rating. Yeah, and give oh, it an yeah. R rating. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's Zootopia's Tumblr. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Rule Thirty Four Zootopia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. But yeah, like all the animals have like you know they are actually like somewhat sized from where they're supposed to be like you got like really little animals then you got like really big animals yeah they, they live in an animal society that they they actually thought out yeah like, it's not like a show where they're animal people but that that's just the style they chose so it's not like <laughs> kung fu panda the tv series where it's more martial arts and they just happen to be animal people yeah right gotcha I mean, and more than like a brand new beast where everyone's this kind of like a weird half human, half beast person. Oh, B&A. Yeah. Yeah. I ne- now, I never did finish B&A, but I really did like that. Oh, yeah. We really liked that one, too. Um, but B-Stars, like, it's not bad. 
the the second season really gets into the whole um what was the original kind of starting point of the first season with the classmate who is quote unquote devoured by another classmate. Ah. But they never figured out who did it. And that's pretty much the the big crux of the is of it, the second the, season. Who done it? Yeah, to about maybe halfway through. Mm. Then you figure out who did it and then it's this whole you know, what do I do kind of thing. You know, Does it turn into the, like the second season of Twin Peaks where you're just like, just end already? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Yes and no. Like, there's And there's like this whole politics thing in the second season between like, you know, carnivores and herbivores and should they be living together? Should they be separate? You know, all kinds of things. Oh, okay. After they figured out who killed Laura Palmer, like the, there's all nothing. The, all the air went out of the entire. There was nothing show. to do. Yeah, and I love Twin Peaks, but I could not finish it. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah, and I've heard the third season's okay. Yeah, I need but, to watch that. Was that the new one? That's the new one. Yeah. The one they did here uh, the last couple of years, like decades after the show ended. Yeah, no, they did. Um, David Lynch does what he wants. He does. <laughs> yeah. And he should be allowed. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? He's got a rockin' beard. He looks like a uh, uh, weird horror movie Santa Claus. Nice. <laughs> His beard rivals David Letterman's currently. Wow. Dang. Yeah. yeah. He's someone that needs a, like a mountain man beard, though. I think it fits mm-hmm. him. It fits. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I don't like it. Like I said, I like the second season more than the first season of, of Beastars. But they still don't quite get to the namesake of the show, really. Because mm. the whole point is like they're supposed to elect a beast star, which is like this supposed to be this shining example of animal society that everyone's supposed to look up to, I guess. Some kind of like hero or icon or something. Mm. And like they, they build it up and build it up in the first season. Like, oh, it might, it might be this deer guy. And then, you know, they never really get to it. Okay. And they kind of mention it in the second season, but it's mostly just <laughs> about the wolf, Legoshi, and his murder mystery whodunit. The manga probably hasn't got there yet, so they, probably. they gotta wait, stretch wait, it wait, out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The wolf's name is Legoshi? Legoshi. Legoshi, but like, But like Bella Legoshi. It's spelled, it's spelled different. Spelled different, but... S-H-I. Legoshi, it's Legoshi. Legoshi. Right, but that's what they're... That's what they're referencing, though. No, right? No. no. Okay. I don't think they're trying to. I don't think they're trying to reference the Wolfman. It's a, it's a Japanese name. Okay. Because it. I don't know. That's the first thing that my brain goes to is like, <laughs> oh, they're referencing the Wolfman because he's a Wolfman. Okay, that's cool. I mean, there are a few wolves in the show. Well, maybe no. I don't. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the deer's <laughs> name is Louie. Uh, but then when you see like his name in like newspapers and stuff and they have a little translation at the bottom, it starts with an R for some reason. Well, because there's no L in it. Yeah, that's that's a Japanese. Mm. Yeah, there's, that's a thing. There's no one of those sounds doesn't. I think the L sound doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. In Japanese. Yeah. Or they get they get reversed or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. This is my incredibly uneducated uh well, I'm I'm just going from context of you know watching Japanese Power Rangers in uh, the train season. Uh, the Red Ranger's name is Light, but everyone calls him Right oh. because the L and the R's are oh. reversed. Like, but Luigi often gets called Ruigi. Yeah, yeah. But in um in uh oh shoot, 
the pirate sentai. I can't remember the name of it now. Oh, Go Kyger. Go Kyger. Uh, there's the Yellow Ranger. Her name starts with an L. Luca. Luca. Yeah, they don't call her Ruka. I'll bet no. they do. No, they don't. But <laughs> they that's don't. because uh. they are they are taking a like a uh, they are purposely taking a name from another country. Oh, okay. Where they're where in Jap- in uh, the train season. It's um, just straight up Japan. It's just like a straight up Japan. This has been Sam talking about Power Rangers things. <laughs> I have a theme song for that. Pocket <laughs> Skull don't exist in Japan. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I've been playing the uh, Skyward Sword remaster. Oh that came yeah, out. how is that? How is that? It's very good, and it made me realize I don't remember anything about skyward sword at all (laughs) i don't know why because i played through about the whole thing i think the only thing on the original wii version i didn't do was beat the final boss Hmm. yeah it's me in breath of the wild yeah Yeah, same but i i don't remember any of it and it's enjoyable i mean it's i mean it's not the best zelda obviously but it's also it's not the worst it's a good time. How are the uh, new controls so that you're not doing uh, motion controls? They work. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're functional. I feel like if you use the motion controls, you, you'll probably have a better time overall. Yeah. Because that's how the game was, that was designed. designed. Sure. But sure. The, the stick is passable. Like, you'll still hit your swings and stuff. That's cool. The only thing that stinks is, like, there's a free camera now. But you mm-hmm. have to hold down the L button to oh, move the camera. Oh, geez. Because that stick is also the sword. Oh, okay. Oh. And it really should be the other way around. You should only be holding that down while you're using the sword. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. Yeah, because you can either free camera or you can like do the thing where you move it directly behind Link by pushing a button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it takes a little bit of getting used to. Mm. Uh, but it works fine. I just wish that it was either a toggle for sword or camera or that you held it down for the sword and Pre- of the press camera. L for sword. Yeah, yeah. Uh. kind of like the old lock on. But uh. it, it holds up better than I thought it would. That's good. I always thought that game kind of got a, a, a raw deal. Yeah, I mean, it came at the end of the Wii's life. Yeah, when everybody yeah. was sick to death of motion controls. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of happens when you're always when you have the Zelda that's at the end of the of the console's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like you, you know, you had a, you know, Twilight Princess at the end of the GameCube, beginning of the Wii, and then you had Skyward Sword, which was end of the Wii, beginning of the Wii U. It's it's gorgeous too. It's a gorgeous game. Oh, like, did they really smooth it out? It looked good before. Now it looks even better. But it has that like in, uh, impressionist painter style, mm-hmm. which works really well when you have low res textures like the original did, but still looks really good upscaled too. Mm-hmm. That's good. But if you if you like Zelda games, it's it's worth a it's worth a pickup. Oh, cool! It's not bad. Yeah, I've been watching the new season of Holy Moly too. Um, it's the game show that's part Wipeout, like part Japanese game show, part mini golf competition. Oh wait! Oh, I think I've seen a trailer for that or a commercial for that. I it, have not. It's very good. It's like my favorite TV show right now. <laughs> like so, it's got like Wipeout style obstacles. Yes, and also they play mini golf. Huh. So like one hole, they've got like a line of porta potties, for example, and you have to put down this narrow bridge in front of the porta potties and and set your your line for the next shot. But then you have to run in front of the porta potties after the light turns on 
and they'll open the doors and try to knock you into the water below. Oh, like wow. A, Wait, okay, so, so like it's, a Takeshi's Challenge. I was going to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. Or yeah, Takeshi's Castle. Or, um, you know, MXC, yeah, MXC for people who watch yeah. in America. But it's all kind of holes like that um, huh. the, with dumb, like, obstacle course challenges. And if you fail the challenge, you get a stroke added onto your mini golf score. Interesting. Oh, so you're not just eliminated. Right. Oh, okay. And all, they got one with, like, windmills, but then you've got to run through the windmills and not get knocked into the water by the spinning blades of the windmill. Cut you straight in half. Yeah. <laughs> well, this season, they lit the windmills on fire, so they're also oh. on fire. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, and it's all all commentated by uh, Joe Tessitore, who's like an actual sports commentator, mm-hmm. and Rob Riggle, who is a uh, comedian. Comedian scream very, man. Yeah, who's very funny on this show. He's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would totally recommend it. I, I love it. I, I don't yeah. know why. It's a, I, I have not heard of this. It's a goofy it's goofy and dumb as all get out, but it is a good time. It's it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like my kind of bananas. <laughs> all right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hello, I'm Ben Vaughn, the host of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn. Heard every Saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. Hey, we're back. That was some some hot advertisements. That's right. It's a made-up tale. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real negative Nancy today. He really is. Freaks, do you have anything else you'd like to ask us? Do you have a pet? I mean, yeah, I have yeah. a few. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right, we're back. Let's go ahead and uh, get into some news. McClunky. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Can never escape. McClunky. McClunky. Never escape the, the endless edits of the original trilogy. <laughs> That's right. You Forever. Know, if you're going to mess it up, you might as well put something hilarious in there. Uh huh. And McClunky fits the bill. Yep. Yep. <sighs> so while we were picking up news today, we didn't realize that San Diego Comic Con started today. <laughs> yeah, that is, I guess that is kind of news in itself. We have um, our fingers on the pulse of the the pop culture community we sure do <laughs> no i guess it's they're doing it all from home they're yeah, like all their a, major it, announcements that sort of thing yep it's a zero attendance digital san diego comic-con yeah which is cool oh I mean, yeah that's that's cool i mean it's it kind of you kind of lose a little bit of that excitement of seeing people in crowds and like seeing cosplays, cosplays all that fun stuff, stuff. Like that. people waiting in line for over 24 hours to get into a room to watch commercials for movies. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> or to go to some 
panel where they talk about some future Marvel adventure. <laughs> yeah, the next 20 years of Marvel movies. Yeah. yeah. The uh, next eight phases. Yeah. <laughs> and DC just tripping on themselves. Anyway. But yeah, so some of the stuff we're going to be covering are like early announcements from uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Next week is probably going to be Oh the, yeah, we'll have, big, we'll have a lot of meat. We're going to have, yeah. A lot of meat on that bone. One. Yeah. So yeah, so we have some stuff here to talk about. So what do we want to uh, what do we want to start with? <laughs> what we're saying is the news this week a little skimpy. Come back next week Come back. for a for a more diverse assortment of news. This week is the amuse bouche for next week. <laughs> Come hungry, yeah. Come hungry, leave happy. <laughs> Eating good in the neighborhood. When you're here, you're your family. family. <laughs> I was I was trying to think how to work that one in. No one out pizzas the hut. <laughs> Avoid the noise. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they're doing a remake of uh, of classic space horror shoot game, uh, Dead Space. Yeah. The the folks at EA. Um, I mean, it's fine. There hasn't been a Dead Space in a minute. Yeah, and it's a really good franchise that I really liked. I never actually played the third one, but the first two were really good. I mean, I hope they kind of fix it, because I remember playing the original one. I never really got super far in it, but... You could always tell when the jump scare was coming because part of the wall looked different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will fix that with its new new yeah. fancy graphics. Oh, sure. Have. They'll just make it darker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they retain the uh, real-time menus that showed up in front of you as a hologram. I always thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it made it feel like you were in... It was more immersive that way than it w- would be otherwise. Yeah. I mean, plus, you know, people probably have forgotten about, you know, old Isaac. <laughs> yeah. It it kind of scratched a, a Metroid, a Metroidian itch that Nintendo so rarely does anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's about what they really done is that they're just saying, "Hey, we're doing this kind yeah, of thing." And it is a remake, which kind of wish they'd just do a, a new one, but a Dead Space whatever, Four. Yeah, whatever you have to do, if they have to backdoor their way into a new Dead Space game, it's, so it's be sure. it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Let's talk about the Olympics for a minute. Uh, let's keep on going with the good news for a second. Yeah. Sports. Sports. Yeah, we actually have some sports stuff this week. It's weird. Uh, Should have put the little this little sports song from Tim and Eric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for when we talk about sports. We should. Okay, I'll, I'll add that for, the, for future episodes. But uh, yeah, so the uh, 2021 Olympics have started over in uh, Japan. And I guess during the opening uh, ceremonies, they played a bunch of video game music. Yeah. When they did the little, I think it's called Parade of Champions. Yeah. Yeah. When all the Olympians come out from all the different countries, it was just like a whole bunch of video game music. Actually, let me pull up a list. But uh, I'm not going to read off the whole list, but I'll let you know some of the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit the highlights. highlights. But uh, yeah, along with that, uh, Google, uh, you know how they do their Google doodles like on their main page. If you click on the name, sometimes something weird happens. Something weird happens. They created a full blown RPG with a bunch of mini mini games based around the 2021 Olympics where you are a ninja, ninja cat. You're a ninja cat named Lucky and you go around and do things like play table tennis or like a Dance Dance Revolution style thing, or rugby. Hmm. It's actually, I sat and played it for about 20 minutes, and it is actually a lot of fun, and the animation is really good. for cutscenes are surprisingly good. Like, I was not, I was not prepared for how, how well animated the thing was going to be. It's, it's probably down to productivity in, in the world by a considerable amount. Because you can't block Google. So a lot of people probably play this at work. Sure. You know what? That's fine. Hey, whatever. Everyone deserves a break every now and then. 
Um, but some of the video game music there, there was, of course, Dragon Quest stuff because that's really big in Japan. Of and course, should be big everywhere because it's great. Uh, there was some Monster Hunter music. The Olympus Coliseum theme from Kingdom Hearts was in there, which uh, is a little on the nose. But, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Frog's theme from Chrono Trigger. Hey. Was in there. Actually, nice. also Robo's theme. There was two Chrono Trigger songs. Wow. All right. Maybe uh, this. Right. Maybe we'll get a remake of that. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, Square Enix stuff. Yeah, there is a surprising amount of Square Enix. Or not, Fan- or not all that surprising. Final Fantasy's main theme, you know the one. Yeah. It's the main one. Oh, not the Sephiroth one? I was no. going to say, yeah. <laughs> did the Olympians walk out to One Wing Angel? Yeah. <laughs> and also the Final Fantasy Victory fanfare, which oh, definitely yeah. know that one. They should play that every time they do an awards ceremony yeah. during the during the thing this year. And everybody on the podium should do like a little pose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they even pulled some songs from the Saga franchise. Really? Which is a wild, obscure pull. That from, is a... I wouldn't say it's that obscure. A little bit. Nobody, if you pull a random person off the street and tell them to name a Saga game, they can't. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> saga Frontier. Oh, that, that, there <laughs> you go. That's the yeah, one I could too. Yeah. Uh, there was a Soul Calibur in there, which that's that has some bumping, yeah, bumping tracks. A lot of these are very orchestral. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of these oh, songs. Yeah. So I mean, it makes sense that um, that they would pick a lot of this stuff. Now, uh, Cody, you mentioned something about why they picked a bunch of video game music. <laughs> oh, you want to get into the downer, oh, the downer news the, already? Um, let me pull up that article. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was. It's a hot mess. It's it's a bit of a hot mess. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get into too many specifics, but they had like three or four different people leave due to or or misconduct had to leave. or yeah. asked to leave due to misconduct, something like that. They they had like four different people back out because of uh, problematic things they had done uh, one or of them, said. Yeah, or one of them said, said sort of something yeah. sexist. The other one admitted to bullying disabled people yeah so like so they're, they're like, like well these video game songs never hurt nobody <laughs> <laughs> uh, arguable dragon quest but yeah we'll stay we'll steer clear of yeah. that one as well <laughs> the all these video game songs are good as long as nobody looks too deep into them <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> well speaking of problematic things oh boy here we we're go. gonna rip the band-aid right off and get this one over with because it is news <laughs> i don't want to talk about this for long uh so activision blizzard is being sued by, by california by the, the state, of, state california. of california uh fair wage and employment uh division bureau, bureau yeah uh for um just a whole host of reasons uh, pertaining to a treatment of their uh, female work staff. And we'll get ahead of it and be like, all of this is alleged. All of this is alleged, <laughs> yeah. but the state of California wouldn't bring these charges if there weren't significant. They, w- they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't be expecting the fire if they didn't see a bunch of smoke. Let's put it that yeah. way. Uh, but apparently only about 20% of Blizzard staff uh, are comprised of women. And apparently the uh, male employees there have uh, just, I mean, listen, we're talking about negative stuff. You can fill in the gaps. You can, yeah. you know. It sounds as- like a frat house. As soon- yes. Basically, that's what that's what uh, one of the statesmen said it is, is basically one giant frat house. A giant frat type environment. Well, the one that got me was the uh, the cubicle crawl where uh, employees would regularly get drunk and then crawl from cubicle to cubicle 
making lewd comments to people. Being and, lewd, rude, and crude. And then the CEO said something about the effect of, uh, you know, well, why hasn't anyone said anything before? And I guess there is a long list of complaints. There's a long history of this. Yeah. This um, is not... Oh, no, this is nothing new. No. And they knew they were being investigated on top of that. It's like, well, maybe you should have thought, why are they investigating us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, there's there's a full article online. You can go read the specifics of, of what it is. We're not going to get into like some of the, the stuff here because, frankly, it's all a bunch of bummers. Yeah. I mean, I've said, I said it before off mic, and ever since Activision acquired Blizzard... It's gone real downhill, real hard. Yeah, but it sounds like a lot of it is on the Blizzard side. Yeah, it's a too. lot of well, it's yeah. The Blizzard side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an old school video game company that's been around for a long time. Yeah. Not saying it's okay. Yeah, it's not an it's excuse, not, but, but it's it. I'm not surprised that it's a big old boys club. And and frankly, Blizzard is getting hammered with this, but this is not unique to Blizzard. No. I mean, if you look if you look closely at just about any game dev major AAA game dev uh, environment with a few, with a few exceptions. Um, you're going to see this kind of activity and it's, it's, it's not cool. frustrating. And hopefully this is kind of uh, a, a wake up call a part of a turning point. But I'm also a little concerned that, you know, Activision's awfully big and they do have an awful lot of money behind it. Yeah. They could just bury this it. could just disappear after a while and it goes back to status quo. And I don't want I don't want that to happen. Yeah. No, a lot of the big time Blizzard original guys left. Oh, yeah, they're gone. Long, yeah. They're so. gone. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the like one of the co like founders is gone. If Chris, not both of Chris them. Metz, Chris Metzen has gone. been gone. Uh, Jeff Kaplan, the Overwatch guy, just left like I, I want to say six months ago. Well, chances are he probably saw that they were starting to be investigate it and was like either bye <laughs> i would rather not be around all of this or i am trying to hide something one yeah, or the it, other it's, it's hard to say oh, like, i hope not because yeah seems he like seems a like nice a nice guy, guy. <laughs> yeah my but my, my big you know. thing like ever since like the hong kong protest thing and the way blizzard handled that fiasco yeah i've well, lost a lot like well that's a lot of uh the 10 cent uh backing yeah, Activision. They're they're all they're all beholden to their Chinese masters. Yeah, unfortunately, ten, Tencent <laughs> is a, is the the largest uh, media conglomerate in China, and they have their fingers in a lot of pies, including uh, the video game world. And that's uh, Activision. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's, just, it's plus, weird. Plus, the it's last weird. few projects Blizzard's put out have not been great. No, they've been kind of on the ropes lately, and th- this is really. <laughs> Hitting them while they're down. It kind of is. Hopefully, they can make the corrections and bounce back from this. Or, but I'm not sure I want to give them any more of my money. Oh no, no, yeah. no! Like I'm not going to pick up the Diablo remake. You know, oh, I, oh man, I kind of, <laughs> I want that, but I don't know about that now. Right? <laughs> oh, that hurts. I mean, yeah, I know. Th- and then the Warcraft Three Reforged, which I was really excited about, was that just was a, a hot yeah, mess yeah, all the way down. Mess. That was a mess. I mean, and then, you know, who knows when Overwatch 2 is ever going to yeah, happen. I've, I've honestly lost all interest in Overwatch. It, they, sure. It's been too long. Yeah, they, they waited. They waited too they long. They didn't do enough with the base game to keep me interested. And now it's been too long. I don't care about the second one, really. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on to some other stuff. There was a teaser for a new Netflix animated series, Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. And it is based off of the Stan Sakai uh, indie comic, 
Usagi Yojimbo. Who also made cameo appearances in Ninja yeah, Turtles. And friend, and multiple friend Ninja, of the Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Friend of the Ninja Turtles, yeah. Uh, he, he's never had his own animated series, which, which is, is su- weird. Really surprising. Because he's had a ton of toys. It's, you would think that they would have spun... Something. Turtle, like the 90s, the 80s Turtles. Oh, yeah. Off into Yusaku Yojimbo. I mean, he he pops up in the 80s Turtles. He pops up in the 2000s yeah, Turtles. Yeah, that was... And he has a fairly major role in later seasons of the of the two, 2000s Turtles. And he's, yeah. it's an easier concept to swallow than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. as a whole. It's, yeah, he's, it's a he's whole... A, he's a rabbit samurai in feudal Japan. Yeah. Done. Boom. <laughs> yeah, from a whole world of anthropomorphic animal people. Yeah. And, and it's like his best friend is like a rhino, is like a a, yeah. a, a Zen rhino mm-hmm. man or something like that. Yeah. And he just looks cool. It's a yeah. cool design. Oh, yeah. sure. Right. His ears are tied up in a top knot. Yeah. It's awesome. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. We saw a little bit, just a very brief clip of an animation test, basically. And it's CGI, but it looks almost as though it was a clay, stop motion. Stop motion. So they kind of put the jitters into the yeah, uh, it's movement. Like a, it's a little, a little jerky. Mm-hmm. And it looks great. I think it works. I kind of wish it was 2D and just well, yeah. straight up like Stan Sakai art animated, but mm-hmm. it's expensive. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't, I wish they would have just named the series Yos- Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah. Instead of Samurai Rabbit. Yeah. It's like, we, okay, we get it. We know what that means. Yeah. They're kind of like pandering to the lowest common denominator. Well, like, I guess that makes sense. I remember sense. reading something about this like a long time, like a while ago when they first announced it. I, don't, I think it's supposed to like, take place after though like usagi's like in it but it's more about his descendant i think oh i hope that's not the case yeah i mean i could be wrong but it's something i remember reading a while ago okay uh let's see we have a couple more trailers star trek prodigy yep uh the new trailer drop for the uh the new more kid-centric star trek series kind of a weird choice to do a crossover of star trek and the 90s industrial band prodigy (laughs) (laughs) you were just waiting to make that joke yeah Yeah. (laughs) so this is a nickelodeon animated series yep it's Um, a nickelodeon backed series i'll be honest up until the point where they find the federation ship ship, it did not look or feel like a star trek series at all it felt like star wars i mean we've said that you know when they initially showed the art that mm-hmm. it looked like just random Star Wars aliens. Yeah. Um, but hey, it had Janeway, and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, we know she's going to be in it, but all you get in the trailer is a voiceover, so we don't even know if it's physically her or a hologram manis- manifestation of her. Oh, it's going to be a hologram, and uh, she's going to bang out all of her uh, uh, lines, in a uh, line readings in a weekend. <laughs> Three hours. Yeah, but you know what? It'll be enough to tie it to Deep Space Nine. It sets, is it Deep Space Nine? Voyager. Voyager. Voyager, Voyager. Yeah, sorry. Deep Space Nine is the uh, Cardassians and the, yeah, angry, angry Cisco. (laughs) Who hates Picard. Oh, he hates him so much. But to be fair, he has a very valid reason to hate Picard. His wife was killed by the Borg. Oh, that's right. When when Picard was still the cutest. Yeah. The cute, sounds like you said the cutest. (laughs) Picard (laughs) the cutest. Picard's just the cutest. (laughs) His little bald head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want your Earl Grey hot? <laughs> but I think Star Trek is a great vehicle to like teach lessons to kids. It is yeah. about acceptance and sure. like the world. I mean, that's like you know the shining example of Star Trek. I mean, that's that's Gene Roddenberry's goal from the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I hope this show upholds that. But I don't think it'll. They'll probably just be an alien that farts. Well, you're gonna have a little bit of that because <laughs> you got to sell the toy. You got to yeah. f- sell the the farting alien toy. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure they'll work in some 
you know, messages and stuff I mean, into the show as well. As much as I love Star Trek, a lot of Star Trek things in the last handful of years have not felt the most. The J.J. Abrams yeah. um, Trekkie. They Trek don't stuff embrace is not, the themes of Star Trek in any way, shape, or form, they, really. They don't. They don't. <laughs> it's like Star Wars with the Star Trek skin on it. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. I really do. There's room for both. There, yeah. there is yeah. absolutely room for both. But I mean, I feel like we've gotten away from the shining, I guess, lessons of Star Trek. The, I, the intellectual the part utopian of utopian ideal. Yeah, I miss classic Trek where they were more horror show uh, episodes. Oh, than, yeah. than space shows. It was just that it happened to be set in space. Yeah, <laughs> with the wagon van. train of the stars. Yeah, situation. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the post scarcity world where the conflict comes not from the people but the but the what they're encountering in the brave new world of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Salt vampires and weird psychic children. The cinnamon ghoul. <laughs> cinnamon ghoul. <laughs> yeah. That sounds uh, like a serial. It it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm referencing that uh Neil Cicerigo where he goes through oh, yeah. and he's like naming like he's naming everything wrong. <laughs> The full-grown cats. <laughs> I still think one of my favorite episodes of Classic Trek, though, is when Kirk gets split into timid Kirk and then aggressive Kirk. Yes, yeah, that's the one where they had the. They also had the dog with the uh, with, with the, the horn glued with the on horn its head. Glued to its forehead. <laughs> that poor cocker spaniel. <laughs> it was just a cocker spaniel with the mane and a horn glued to its forehead. God. You know what? It was good enough. It, well, you know, it worked <laughs> for, the fine. Si- for the 60s. Yes. It was fine. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of big time space franchises, there's the new Dune trailer and it's the whole movie. It's basically the movie, <laughs> which is fine. It's it's Dune abridged. Yeah, it really is. It's like a five minute trailer. Yeah. yeah I, I'm looking forward to Dune. I tried list- reading it once, and I tried uh, doing the uh, books on tape or the uh, <laughs> uh, audio book, and found it impenetrable. <laughs> I've read about half, and I, I'm going to go back and finish it eventually. I also tried watching the David Lynch uh, Dune movie. That is something. Is it? It's Lynchian, I imagine. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a little Lynchian, yeah. and also, but not as Lynchian because he was basically being told to copy Star Wars. And you could tell that, like, the but two the, but the styles a, did not mesh. Which is a copy of a copy of a copy. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. in the old movie, like, things almost have, like, a, almost like a, like an, like a Geiger almost kind of look to them. That wasn't, that was uh, on purpose, yeah. Uh, have you ever watched the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune? No, I, I want oh, to, though. it is, they, there's some wild stuff. There's a experimental filmmaker, um, Alejandro Jodorowsky, um, was, had El been working to- El Topo, El Topo and yeah. uh, the Holy Mountain. Yeah, weird stuff. He wanted to make Dune and started working on it. And even it though was he had be, never even read it. Yeah, no, he was just making <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff up. Uh, Salvador Dali was supposed to play the uh, uh, Emperor of the Universe. Huh. Yeah. I mean, Salvador Dali looks like the Emperor of the Universe. He, yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you get a chance, watch that do- documentary. There's some wild stuff in that. It's it's crazy. Jordorowski is a wild time in just in he general. Is. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. So, Cody, you want to talk a little bit about Final Fantasy 14? Yeah, it's uh incredibly hot right now apparently. I mean, you you wrote that on the board. Yeah, that's and all I'm all I'm picturing is uh, uh, Mugatu, Mugatu from, <laughs> from Zoom. So hot right now. So hot right now. Will Ferrell. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it is. It's blowing up. It's subscriber numbers have or player numbers. I don't know if it's subscribers, but more people are playing it right now than World of Warcraft. And in the MMO space, that's World a big of Warcraft deal. Is the one to, is the is the benchmark? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of varying uh, uh, things that cause this to happen. Uh, one of them being probably the things going on at Blizzard. Sure, uh, sure. The other one is the the stuff running up to the new Warcraft expansion has been disappointing. Apparently, a lot of people aren't happy with like the story. Shadowlands. Yeah, like where the story's going. Mm. Um, I mean, when you most of the people who started that story probably aren't at Blizzard anymore. So nope. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, there's been kind of a mass exodus from one game to the other. And, yeah. uh, well, uh, uh, 14's also getting a, a another DLC pack, or not a, not a DLC pack, but like a, an expansion, expansion yeah. here um, pretty soon, right? Shadow Walkers yeah. is coming out in like a couple months. I feel like it's a little on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Shadowlands, Shadow Walkers. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're not the same thing, because Shadowlands is basically the afterlife in Warcraft, I guess. <laughs> mm. I've talked about how much I like the game on the show, and like, oh yeah, and you're constantly talking about it in the group chat. It's the it's the better game. I've played both. I mean, I haven't played World of Warcraft in like ten years, so it's probably not a fair assumption. But I think Final Fantasy is the better game. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and I haven't played fourteen, so I got nothing to I've got nothing to measure it against. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'm sticking with my champions online. I want my <laughs> broken janky. <laughs> No, play Final Fantasy fourteen. It's free up to level sixty, <laughs> including the the new expansion, yeah. Shadowbringer or whatever. <laughs> including Heaven Sword and Heaven additional expansion. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> is that like an from an ad or something? Yeah, okay. Because a, I've heard like multiple people say it exactly that same a way. Sponsored Twitter post. Oh, that said okay. Something like that. I think that <laughs> free up to level sixty. <laughs> it's a good deal though. Yeah. Yeah. I've just gotten past the first, like the Realm Reborn original. I just finished mm-hmm. all that content, and that took me a good 100 hours, probably. Oh, wow. Like, is there any restrictions for a free account? No. So it's like, you, you you can put stuff, like you can sell stuff in auction houses? Oh, and... I don't know if you can do that. Oh, okay. But like gameplay-wise, there's nothing oh, okay, you can't okay. do. I mean, that was kind of like Warcraft, Warcraft's thing, where like you could play for free up to like level 20 or whatever, but you couldn't... <laughs> um, there were like there were restrictions of things you couldn't do, yeah. like you couldn't sell in the auction house. You couldn't. I don't think you could. You couldn't private whisper other players. You know, weird stuff like that. Mm. I think it's it's fairly open as far as these kind of trials go, but I'm sure there's stuff in there to keep gold farmers from just going nuts. Oh right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, one last thing before we wrap up the show. There was something about Genshin Impact. Uh, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn is a new character in Genshin Impact. Yeah, they're is, like a they're like a it's like a five star character drop or whatever. Which okay, is weird. So, what is Genshin Impact? Genshin Impact is a Chinese <laughs> Breath of the Wild knockoff with gotcha elements. Yeah, that actually is a very solid and fun to play game. Okay, for our listeners, what is gotcha elements? Uh, where like you get a like a blind bag of a random characters that you get that that cost uh, it's like random characters premium and, currency and, and, and random weapons or something like that as well yeah yeah it's kind of what they're going to be doing with the uh final fantasy 7 complete um thing for uh smartphones coming up right what is that called i don't know if that has gotcha elements. it did it yeah did. Are you talking about the Battle Royale one? No, not the, the Battle Royale. The uh, the other one where they're doing uh, Seven and Dirge of Cerberus and all of that. Basically, it's, you can play the game as normal 
but the gotcha elements are for weapon skins and uh, character skins. Oh. Like if you wanted to play the entire game as Avent Children Cloud, Avent Children Cloud, or Cloud in the in the dress, the drag Cloud or whatever, uh, <laughs> Dawn you whatever, could, you could uh, put in put in your quarter. And so Alloy <laughs> is from another game series that's um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, Zero Dawn. The aesthetically doesn't match Genshin doesn't. in yeah, any I was way. Say. Yeah, I'll say Genshin Impact kind of reminds me of. Uh, like Ruby a little bit. Genshin is very cutesy anime looking. Yeah. Yeah. And Horizon is just realistic uh, post-apocalypse. First Cyber na- apocalypse. First Nations looking people. Yeah. Although this isn't the first time um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn has crossed over with other games. That's right. Um, Aloy's in Fortnite as well. Aloy's in Boo. Fortnite. And there are uh, different things in uh, Death Stranding. Like one of the way markers that you can set is the giant uh, giraffe spaceship. Oh, that's thing. the tower. The tower uh, thing. Monster, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Also, Horizon Zero Dawn has a miniature board game. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. It got kickstarted a month or two ago. Nice. Man, I don't nice. like it when they kickstart board games based on million dollar properties. Yeah. Like they kickstarted a Witcher board game not too long ago. I'm like, just make it. <laughs> This I, is The Witcher. It makes billions of dollars. People will people will play. Oh, there was like a trailer for like a Witcher anime too. Yeah, that's coming out. Um, yeah, it's I, about Geralt's uh, mentor. Right, right. And we're probably going to see we're probably going to see more of that during yeah. uh, a San Diego Comic Con. Yes. We'll probably talk about that next week. I'm, I'm starting to get tired of The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Witcher out. I mean, I like the series and all, but they're really milking it. They're lately. really pushing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely Geralt has like rose from like kind of obscure, weird video game guy to mm-hmm. like, he's, he's up there now. Like when you think of like video game heroes, like, you know, Kratos, Master Chief, stuff like that. He's yeah, up there yeah, now. Yeah, he's definitely so, top tier these days. Okay. So, um, CD Projekt Red is, uh, has control of the games. Are they tied in with any of these other productions as well? I or think is, so. Okay. Well, that explains it then because they're trying to recoup from, uh, um, cyberpunk losses. losses. Cyberpunk didn't lose them any money. They made a buttload off of it. Even it was though, it, it was just bad was, publicity. Yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah, like well, they say, there's no there's okay. no such thing as bad publicity. It probably didn't meet their projections, but right. they still like they bur- they more than broke even on Cyberpunk. Gotcha. I mean, at the same gotcha. time though, when Witcher Three came out, it was a buggy mess too. So I mean, it's That's it's true. on brand for them. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They've said recently the director said it's at the stable state they want it to be now. So oh oh, that's good. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Questions, comments, chili recipes, whatever you want. I could use a good chili recipe. (laughs) Or you can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. That's 586-372-8020. Uh, leave us a message with a question or comment, and we might play it on this show. I missed it. I missed the yelling from last week. <laughs> he tried to do it last time. I tried time, it, and it didn't and it, work. It, no, it, it fell on work. his face. Yeah. Hey, something we haven't talked about in a while. Do you like t-shirts? Do you need things to cover your upper torso or perhaps a coffee mug? Why you could go to bit.ly backslash nerd overload T. That's T E E. I mean, if you didn't need a shirt to cover your nips, you could buy two coffee mugs and do you it that way. You could also buy two coffee mugs. That's right. Well, you can go over there 
and uh, get uh, mugs with our logo on it. You can get uh, t-shirts with our logo or the um, various inside jokes various we do. inside jokes from the show. And uh, yeah, so check that out. Finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs>